0: So this is the podcast known as Life After 50, and I'm here with um, four, three of us who are all in our 50s, have all retired from our uh, first job, and uh, well, we we're, this is our second uh, second get-together and our second um, uh, podcast. So with me, you've got Phil Harrison, I've got Paul Davies, and I've got Ash Sharmer. Gentlemen, since we last spoke, there's been a few changes in the world, hasn't there? we've had the u s election we've had the announcement last night that Pfizer and another partner have come up with a potential um solution to to uh, to covid and probably a lot more uh, i mean it's it's been a bit busy hasn't it really yeah. Let's <laughs> start off with the u s elections okay did anybody you- anybody think that trump
1: would not get in to be honest with you i i thought I thought it was kind of a walk in the park for him. I really thought he would get in because, and I'll tell you for why, I think Trump got in initially as president because he was brazen enough to speak out loud what the majority of Americans were thinking but did not say. I think he tackled uh, the immigrant, you know, he, he, he I'm gonna build the wall down Mexico and everything like that, yeah. Do you know, what, what he was saying is, you guys have all said, not in a public uh, setting, but you've all said, you're fed up of immigration. I'm going to source it, and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do everything that you've asked for. And because he was so outspoken, that's why he got in. Because the Americans were going, do you know what? I'm not going to admit to it, but we really do need a guy like this to sort the US out. And that's why he got in. Um, Are you
2: saying you thought he'd get in again
1: this time? On, as a week? I did. I, I really did. I mean, he's, do you know, he, he's a bit balmy. He's a bit nuts. You know, there's some great leaders been balmy and nuts. But I think he actually spoke what the greater percentage of Americans
2: were, were thinking. I don't disagree with your thoughts there, but I come at it from totally the opposite end and thought there was no chance he was going to get in. Oh wow! It scared me how how close it was. It scares me to think that things you're talking about there are actually still the case for tens of millions of Americans. That really scares
3: me.
1: Mm. Well, no, it was, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I
3: actually. I mean, the basic point of it is that um, he just fed upon a lot of the American insecurities, didn't he? Fed upon their fears, and. Um, the, the the way it came across was the immense, you know, well, the pollsters got it completely wrong. And I think, you know, you were saying, I think you just said there basically is that what they were actually thinking it within themselves, but they didn't voice it. So when they came out of the exit polls and this, that and the other, they were just hidden Trump voters, shy Trump voters, they were called. And so the polls were, were, were skewed a little bit. But now that you look at it on the cold light of day and you can see that, the, the postal ballots are now being counted. You can see that he's got six, seven million more votes than Trump has. You know, so he's got the highest electoral mandate in the history of American politics. Admittedly, Trump's got the second highest. You know, so you know, so, so it's not a repudiation of Trumpism, is it? But uh, like, you know, like you just said, so he still he still he still managed to garner all those votes. But I'm hoping, you know. Democracy will will out, hopefully, over a period of time. So fingers crossed, you know. Do
0: you know, I, I, yeah. I think I think I saw a stat that said that the turnout was 69%. Yeah, yeah. And that really still staggers me. That there's 1% of the population don't want to yeah. use their their
1: constitutional
0: democratic right. And that know? struck me as well, Ron.
1: And the thing with it, that 51%... That fifty one percent will be those moaning the loudest, yeah.
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah, but it 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 really it really struck me, but you know the the thing uh, the 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 thing that gets me a little bit is how much we in the in the u k actually take notice of what goes on in the u s it, it is never the other
3: way around, you know. No. Well, well, you're exactly well, gonna... right. I mean, I, was, I mean, it was compelling viewing. Was it just me that was addicted? Because they, they absolutely analysed the statistics. So you can see the ballots are coming in. This is how much of the vote is left. And you could see it being chipped away. And it was absolutely compelling. I mean, it's, it's not even, they haven't finished the count even now, have they? Well,
0: that's the thing I find staggering is you have got this, you know, very um, mature country, quite a mature democracy as well. And yet, it still felt felt like some aspects of the rules of the game were were still being buttoned down. So he's going to yeah. contest some aspects of how the the I think was it poles were shut, but things were still being counted or something. You sort of think, my goodness, you know, all this should be done and dusted, uh, defined up front. The rules should be clear. It 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 felt like it it felt a bit amateurish at times.
3: Well, it did, but the thing was, they had to do it because of COVID. So, postal ballots. So, Biden actually said to his supporters, "You're going to have to use postal ballots to stay safe." The and button. with postal ballots, they actually asked for them to be started to be counted earlier. But the Republican, the Republican Party, they actually said they uh, didn't want that to happen. They wanted it all. So they created the problem in the first place. So we are where we are at the end of the day. So. You know, but I think that was part of Trump's plan. I think he absolutely planned
2: yeah, that idea definitely. of getting a lead up front and and try and call it. Yeah. It just worked. It's, uh, at one point when we saw those armed um, supporters outside whichever court oh, was it, M- yeah. I can't remember, Michigan, Michigan. Um, that, as I say, i excuse the word again, but it got a bit scary there for a minute. Very,
3: Listen, very
0: here, scary. Here's something to throw into the conversation. So last night, Um, uh, Pfizer with another organization knows that they're very close having something that
3: uh, that would act as a i think this is a vaccine i think Gosh, I'll, I'll look to you yeah um so basically I, they're saying that they, they've got a vaccine in there but the, the it's night it works as a 90 percent success rate the big drawback to it is that it's storage it has to be at i think it's at minus 170 or something like that i, I so saw what minus 80 degrees minus C. 80 sorry minus minus 80 so which is still really really cold huh. minus 80 degrees so you're looking at third world countries or you know. Which are in Africa, or they're trying to store it. It's going to be very, very tricky. But still, it's the hope value that was in there, wasn't it? Does it it mean they're
2: going to have to store it in Newcastle?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Store it in your
0: house, Phil? Here, you never have the heating on. Absolutely not. You've got. (laughs)
2: It's not December yet.
0: But here's the thing. I mean, the markets, <laughs> not that I look at the markets, but I have I, I track some people, so just ordinary friends who do, and the markets have gone ballistic on the back of this. I, I just wonder how long the, this um, visor have known about this and whether this information has been held back until after the US election, because that could have been enough to have swayed the election back to... To um, mm. to Trump now. Tell me if I'm wrong, but it just strikes me that there's a there's a link there, you know. i wrong. The
2: timing seems very very uh, convenient or odd, whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, well, the thing to- is,
1: would 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 it be allowed to? Because that that's political sway, isn't it? And the 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 thing about COVID vaccine stuff like that shouldn't be used as uh, well, it shouldn't be, but it would be uh, political leverage. So maybe they've held back to go, do you know what, you need a fair fight because we are a democracy. If I throw this in, Trump's gonna win.
0: I, 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 gonna I, win I think I I honestly think that there might have been a consideration there because it is such the way the markets have reacted, etc., and the, 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 the election was so tight. That could have been enough to have, to sway it, and and again, I think
3: it's only in phase three trials, so there's still a way to go. Ash, you might know more than this yeah. Than well, I they're do. basically saying is, you know, it's, it's got efficacy. So, in ninety percent of cases, it does seem to work. But um, uh, there, you know, you, you see all the metaphors coming out yesterday on the actual uh, briefing with the. Uh, John Van Tam, you know the trains arriving at the station, the cavalry is over the hill, and you can mm-hmm. hear the toot of the bugle. And he must, you know, he a writer. You must have thought, oh yeah, that's really, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were metaphored he, out yesterday. He was, wasn't we? he was,
1: he was digging deep, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
3: he, was. <laughs> he was
0: digging deep. But, but do you know the, the, for the first time, I actually heard Boris be a little bit controlled and hold back, basically. Um, saying this is like the grand messiah of all drugs. I, I, I actually, because I, I, expected him to get on the bandwagon and go bang, bang, bang. This is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And, and actually, I heard him, I heard him be a bit more cautious than that. And yeah, for a place, he's unusual. It's yeah. unusual, really, isn't it? Because
2: Boris loves a, a positive message, and you can guarantee when something goes a bit awry, a bit peaked on with this, or it gets delayed. I reckon it would be Hancock making the announcement. What do you think?
3: Yeah. Well, why do you think that is then? Why do you think the change of tact? Uh, Well, I I think
0: two sides. One could be maybe he's realized that, you you know, as leader, you need to be a little bit cautious, maybe. The other other possibility is maybe he's got his fingers crossed and everything else that a a UK-based, whether it be the uh, AstraZeneca-Oxford University tie-up or another UK or European based organization will will come in because you know <laughs> maybe they don't want to be at the the beck and call of, of a, a u.s. based organization it's who knows point
2: does anybody know i know that the uk government placed advance orders with two or three of the various um drugs in development do you know if pfizer was one of them uh
0: yeah i think it, it's um they've released how they would release the the drug and we, um, uh, we, we, we have got a, a sizable but um, a number uh, of um, orders pre pre done. I can't remember exactly how many. But it would it would barely, if if it comes out by the beginning of twenty twenty one, it would barely touch the population. But they have they have put in, if you like, pre orders for something um, with with Pfizer. Yeah. It does
2: beg a big question on a global scale of um, whether, and I know the WHO does try to play some sort of role in this with the drug companies. When something's developed, How should it be distributed, not just in the UK and the US, but around the world? Where is the priority?
3: Well, well it's money, isn't it? So if you're looking at, like, America put a massive advanced order in, we put a massive order in, Europe has. Planned, so it's whoever's got the money. That's where it's going to go, I'm afraid. It's always well, the same isn't it? In
2: there, like the order of
1: the world, I suppose. It's absolutely going back to what uh, Rod was saying pre-record. It's 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 billionaires. Yeah. If if they are ruling, if you know, if they go to a pharmaceutical company and say uh, such a person is offered as a billion, and they say, well, do you know what? I'll give you three billion. Who's going to get the first order? It is like you say, Ash. It's the richest uh, and the most affluent countries that will get this
3: first. Yeah, and and when you look at it, the after the most affluent countries, like you were saying just before, the affluent countries are people. If you look at you got people, people's wealth is the equivalent of sovereign nations now, isn't it? Well, mine it, is. Yeah. Mine is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it, it, it's it's a bit like you know you seen these movie, you've seen these movies where. You know the 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 world is is basically uh, about to implode, and and there's so many seats on a space rocket. Yeah, to go exactly. To, you know, and and who 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 gets first choice? It's it's I, I, you know it's like all those sort of things, you know, and uh, um, yeah, it's 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 mad. And of course, it ma minus eighty, that it has to be held at. I mean, yeah. the challenges there for African nations are massive.
3: Wow. Exactly. It's just enormous. I mean, do you know, we're saying like life after 50, you know, that we're not working now. Do any of you guys think to yourself, it's a good job we're not working now? Can you imagine if you were part of the workforce, part of the furlough schemes, part of the worry about the future, about how you fit into the job scheme? I'm looking as a dentist now. How does, you know, how would you, you know, because it's really hard in terms of turnover times. I'm looking at my practice now. My wife Heidi's still working at the practice. So you know, it's really hard gowning yeah. up and changing and starting to deliver the care that you want to deliver. I'm just thinking, God, I'm you know, in a way, you know, we were saying last week how awful it is. You know, it, for me, it was, but then you're looking at silver linings and a and any any other cliches, blessings in disguise. Do you not think that now?
1: Yeah. Got a
3: point,
1: yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, 100 <laughs> uh, percent agree there, Ash. Um, I mean, as you know, my previous job was as a cop in Manchester. And what worries me, and, and I still worry about my, my friends and colleagues that are still in the cops, I would have had to go out and work because it was an emergency. Yeah, service. can you imagine going out in that scenario? Exactly. It would be dreadful. Exactly, I mean, which, which, which take, yeah. What, what I wanted to do, is I was gonna bring it on later, but I'll bring it on now. The fact that uh, I would have had to deal with those idiots and I've you know, probably got a lot of flack for saying idiots, but those idiots that protested on Sunday, on Remembrance Day, all I can say about that particular group was they were very selfish. Yes, UK is a democracy and it's our God-given right and our human rights to freedom of speech. Fantastic, I'm all for that, but come on, we're in a pandemic. It's not an every it's not a normal Sunday afternoon where you're, no. you're protesting against student fees or or or, or the old poll taxes, it was this is a serious, serious killer. Yeah. And they're yeah. out in the streets. Have they not got kids? Have they not got kids who go to school? Have they not got friends who were there? Do you know they're putting so many people at risk? I understand I get people's frustrations about being on lockdown and being let in. But you know what? What's no, the I agree, Paul. Oh, I,
2: I agree, Pete. I think at times, certain groups have shown a distinct lack of um, social responsibility. And sort of, as you say, a, a selfish approach to... Um,
3: yeah, absolutely. Well, um, none of them were... Like you said, Paul, they weren't wearing masks. They were all crowding together. They were all jumping up and down and wherever. And then the police have to try and sort that out. It's just... It's a thankless
1: task, isn't it? It's and just... Then, and, they, and, and then they go on... You know, there's all... They, they go on... I read little bits of the media. Um, for a change, uh, 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 the majority of it has, has praised the police's actions, but there's still there's where the police were heavy-handed. The police were there. Disappro- I'm, I'm sorry, chap. You're breaking the law, one. But two, you're putting hundreds of thousands of people with just within Manchester at risk. I mean, they were coming from all over the country to go on this protest. Mm. Why?
0: You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> very <laughs> but i i think ash to your your point about you know now that we're in in this decade we're in and we're all retired i you know part of me actually feels frustrated that actually i see people around me especially in our government right i'm very 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 critical of our MPs these days. And I look at our cabinet, and I think if I was uh, leading or an investor in a FTSE 100 company, and that was the board of the company, I I would pull my money out, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. And and I, I personally, where I am in my life, I am absolutely frustrated at the way that things are and the people, the capability of the people that are, are calling the shots. And and, uh, and I sort of think, goodness, my, my brain's um, not so great these days. My memory's terrible. But I would actually do a far better job than a lot of these people well, that are in cabinet.
2: I agree. And I think the problem we've got with that, and it's not to be uh, partisan <laughs> You can look at it as Labour or Conservative, but just because we've got the Conservative government, I think the problem arises from the fact that we're really on the third level, the third tier. I hate to use that word in this context, but but third tier of a a Conservative government. So if if Cameron and, and his cohort were tier one, then we had Theresa May and her cohort were tier two. We literally are on a third pick of a government here. I Think you've
3: yeah, reached fairly low down the barrel. To- well, this is it. I mean, you're right because I mean, you know, Rod's absolutely right. Can you imagine a company which has done so many U turns, okay, in this way, whereby if that was costing that much money, which it is, or can you imagine being in a health environment, in a hospital where you're doing that many U turns? Let's say, let's say, on our health, let's say, you know, you decide on one, um, uh, a health scheme. You're going to do a treatment plan, then you U-turn and do it again. And you know, you just couldn't do it. It's not sustainable. You've got to have a plan of action. You've got to, you've got to know what you're doing. And they don't inspire any confidence at all, do they? It's but, but, just... but they have no experience. You know, these
0: people are running large departments, and I, I, I fundamentally believe the civil service are running rings around them because they yeah. they have they have no experience of administrating or leading or managing businesses or large functions or large departments, that they are professional politicians. And I find it ironic that we're we're sort of getting what we paid for, that actually in previous times when we didn't pay politicians, they all had to have come from, most of them came from a different professional background. And this became their their sort of not retirement, but their their their, their second string. They had a, they had a, some experience behind them. So, I, I have I have to say again, part of my frustration, but this is on a a, a national level, is I look at them and I, I think, I, you know, I, I look at them, I think our democracy is failing us. And and, and actually, I, I I take it one stage further, and this is uh, I'm, I'm a bad conspiracy theorist, but I actually believe the the worry i've got is that cabinet aren't actually running the country now they they are the puppets and and actually our prime minister is a puppet and there is a whether it be civil servants or people that that have major influence with the government are actually the ones governing us
3: well it's not that far-fetched you look at what happened what cummings did during the summer at the end of the day you know anybody else you know if you had any uh, you know any ministers rather would have Cause something as blatant as that would have had to fallen on the sword but they didn't you know he's going outside testing his eyesight with a five-year-old in the back you know
2: Look, it's yeah. just, i think the it's i just, think the
3: powerful interests that, that are driving it i think we
2: alluded to it before we hinted at it, it it's big business that's where the uh, uh yeah the, the, the that's right. is coming from and i actually think it's it's anything but the civil service i actually think this government has um to reduce the power of the civil service because they see it as a um an ancient and slow-moving bureaucracy that slows down their initiatives so i think they're they're actually at logheads with the civil service um and and trying to disrupt it and maybe therein lie some of the problems that that have come about because they're not using what the civil service can do which is deliver the logistics of government No,
1: um there was a a number of years sorry a number of years ago uh as far as I know, I I, I only know about Grace Manchester Police, but they were starting to, I don't know whether they've they've started now, but they were looking to recruit um, general managers from Tesco and put them on the accelerated promotion scheme so they became inspectors really quick and all these general managers of different organisations. So the word on the on the local beat, Bobby, was oh, look, we're getting we're getting bl- the bloody general managers are coming in from Tesco. What do they know about that? And I said, well, this is what this was my view, and it said, hang on a minute. As a general manager of, let's say Tesco, you know there are other supermarkets out there, ladies and gentlemen. But as a general manager. What are the the things you've got? You have to know. You're a people's person to start off with. You're a damn good organiser to become a general manager. And you know about finances. What better person to be placed in the police service, Uh, sourcing out the problems, rather than some superintendent, chief superintendent, who's only come up in the ranks and hasn't got a clue about people management or money management. Yeah. So I think that sort of thing, and that's where the government should look. Hang on a minute, like like Rod said, we're MPs, but we don't really know how to handle situations. Get somebody in who does, who's not an MP. There's
3: no real world experience, is there? You're right. No, there's not.
1: There's not. And that's what you need. You need life experience and to get to a level where you've proven yourself uh, 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 doing things like that. I mean, that guy, I I think he's he's passed away. What was that guy that used to go around troubleshooting companies? Uh, He was a...
0: Oh, yeah. um, um, Digby Jones. Digby Jones, that's right. Yeah. Who was it?
3: Digby Jones, is it?
1: No, Harvey. Was it called Harvey Harvey Jones? Something, something like that. A guy with a beard he yeah. used to go in and, and say, this is where you're losing money. And he used, yeah. he used to turn around. They need somebody like that and a bloody good troubleshooter. and That get it sorted.
0: But this, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, in, in some ways, the, what, what we need are people who don't all want the Prime Minister's job. I mean, I, I, Boris is not a good leader, right? And, and But I, I, I feel sorry for him because he must sit around that Cabinet some days and feel the spikes of the knives that are in his back because most of his cabinet would would knife him in the moment to take his job. And, and, and he hasn't got a good team there. And, and actually, I think what he's missing um, uh, is he needs an enforcer. He needs somebody who's, who's his right-hand person and does the dirty work for him behind the scenes in managing the team? It's a bit like, you know, football, you know, every good football manager has a good um, second assistant or whatever, assistant manager. A Roy Keane. Yeah. Well, or, or, you know, um, Ferguson used to have Mike Phelan or he had a kid or he had, a, you know, but you have yeah. the person who doesn't want to be the manager, but, does all the work in the background, and and the problem for Boris is he hasn't got anybody like that. He hasn't got no, I, a trusted
1: I, second person. No, and I think it's a shame because you know I actually, as a as mad as a wasp, but as a person, I kind of like Boris. I think he's, he he comes across as quite approachable. Yes, he hasn't got as much as a, uh, he hasn't got much of a clue about things, but I, I think he's kind of a he's a very down to earth guy. Uh, and he's a, he's a bit potty, like me. He sort of throws it in. But like you said, he's, he's been put on this massive cruise ship liner as captain with no experience of sailing the ship. And he needs a good second mate to say, hang on a minute, Boris, what you need to do is go this way. And like you say, Rod, not somebody who's going to be his right hand man and going, I'm going to leg you up so I become the next prime minister. Somebody who's not interested in it, but can guide him. Because I actually think he's, you know, you look back at all the leaders. I, I think he's not doing. That. Given that, given. If you the time, look at it, Paul, though, the that.
3: thing is, it, do you not think it's a bit self-inflicted? Because he has chosen his own cabinet. At the end of the day, it's you know he, he's chosen that team. You know he's chosen. You know it's self. You know he, if if he hasn't got a right-hand man who's an enforcer, he should have chosen one. If he's yeah, got people he yeah. around him, he should have have people he could have trusted. So he just basically pandered, I think, to people who he owed a favour for getting him to be leader. Yes, so that's I, their I, life. The I, problem.
1: I, I, I think he's become overwhelmed on that. I think yeah. he's, he's got the job of a leader and thought, oh Christ, I've, I've become a leader here. I'm, I used to be uh, there, but now I'm a leader yeah. of the company. And like yes. you say, I show the people going, pick me, pick me. Yeah. Remember me. Remember yeah. what I did for you. Yeah. And he just picked willy-nilly. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm looking
0: here, and he, he actually could have—he could have his speechwriter right in front of me. He, he could have his Minister of Health and Dentistry. <laughs> and, and and we've got a fi- finance minister as well. And I, I could be—maybe uh, I'd be media and communication,
3: but uh, certainly yeah. sport. Well, know? that's the problem, isn't it, Rod? when you get four blokes together, either out in a pub or chatting think- <laughs> on the table, they can rule anything. They can control
2: the football. Tell me,
1: they can rule the world. I'd love him to be saying to Rod, so, Roddy, what's have we got on today? Oh, don't worry about it. We've got your rap, you jazz, your rhythm, and soul. We've got your rap and roll. We <can't, laughs> you start, one, two, three. <laughs> uh, do
0: you know, I, I, Well, here's the thing, right? Uh, which um, <laughs> w- which uh, sports personality, which entertainer, which actor, do you think would actually make uh, a a right good PM? Who, who, who in your experience, do you think would be? Oh, oh wow. Wow.
1: that's Living now. Who do that's living. Huh? Who did you say, Ash? A
0: well, I, 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 person who's I living at the moment, or anybody. Yeah, let's go for living at the moment. All but, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I tell you why I say this is that uh, I was out for a walk with uh, Alfie, my dog, today, and I saw Roy Keane, uh, he, and he walks around the area a, a lot. And, and and you know, uh, you, you're talking about aura formidable, you know. Uh, street- yeah, he can get out of his way. Uh, <laughs> d- do you know, uh, you'd need
2: somebody who, who I know he tells it straight, and he's got an aura and, and that side of things. I, I think maybe you'd need someone better at collaborating and, and
0: maybe maybe a side yeah, as well. I, I, I think Alex Ferguson would have made a great um, PM, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah no, I agree with you there. And that's coming yeah. from a City fan.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Bill, I'm I'm a City fan as well. <laughs> Do
0: you know, I never knew that. I've allowed you to uh, op- operate in my mouth for uh, uh, 15 years or whatever, and I never oh. knew that. I better check my fillings aren't blue. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I no, think kept Stephen that Frank From you, ride all these years. I've let the cat out the bag
0: now. You, you got to tell me you got some sort. Of ta- you got a tattoo in your arm that you cover up or something every time. <laughs> you know? No. You want to. You uh, want
1: to. No, you no. want to quickly check your top fillings because they're always falling from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh
0: god. Any, any anything else going on the last week or two that caught your eye, guys?
1: Um. Do you know? I, I, I kind of steer away from the news as it is. I mean, the the, the, the general election, listen to me, the elections in, in the US have, and I think I've been looking at that and I think we all have, because it is it's it is like a fanfare, isn't it? I know Americans do things bigger and better, but it's kind of, it is like a big showpiece. And like the guys were saying before, it's it's been so close, it's like, Who's going to win? Who's doing this? Who's who, and it's so, so that kind of is dominated sort of, as yeah. gloom. Yeah. Well, do you not no. think it's, do you not? Sorry, I was just going to say, do you not think it's interesting um
3: you were just saying about who's who has congratulated um, Biden and who hasn't? Do you not think a spy, silence has spoken a lot of, has uh, spoken volumes here? You know, Putin's been quiet here as well, and he's not said anything. China's been quite quiet here as well. You know, everyone else is congratulated, you know, even uh, Boris has said, you know, well done. It's just, you can see uh, birds of a feather flocking together a little bit here, aren't you? You It's a lovely cartoon. I did see a lovely cartoon on that score
2: with um, Putin on the phone to Ivanka saying, Ivanka, you can come home now, poison him,
0: come home. (laughs) Yes, I saw that. (laughs) Exactly. Listen, don't joke about it, honestly. Crikey. <laughs> well, I, I I think actually Russia have been suspiciously quiet for the last. Well, six, yeah. Months.
1: Well, they're kind of they're they're a bit depressed, aren't they? Because because with COVID and it went to a postal vote. Uh, post from Moscow takes a long, long time, so it, <laughs> it, it couldn't be voted in.
0: Uh yeah. But, well, um, I, well, look, I, I don't think there's anything else this week to, to talk about, maybe. Uh, anybody got any anything else on their minds? No,
3: I, I think I was just thankful. I said before that, uh, I mean, at times, I mean, you know, I bemoan the fact that, you know, we're not working. At times like this, in the last few months, you think to yourself, I feel sorry for, you know, members, you know, people who are actually working. You've got people you know, who are, you know, who are going to be struggling over coming up to Christmas, you know, their jobs, their money, you know, thankfully the 80%, we've got it, but, you know, before uh, the whole country was in furlough, Uh, you know, what's it, Andy Burnham had to fight for it, begrudgingly the money was given, but now all of a sudden, now that the country's all in furlough, we magically get this 80% suddenly appearing. And, you know, the, then we're looking at Rashford with the, with the free meals as well. That's been, The money's been found for that as well. It's just, you know, we're looking forward to Christmas, but I think it's going to be quite hard for a lot of people, isn't it? Oh, it,
0: it, it is. I, I, I've got a, another theory around um, Andy Burnham and why they didn't offer Manchester the money up front, because I, I, I think Burnham will be the next Labour Prime Minister. That's my theory. I, I think that Keir Starmer... Oh, I think Keir Starmer is like the Neil Kinnock equivalent. It's going to take him to move the party back towards the centre again. But I, I, and I, I would vote for Keir, uh, for for uh, um, uh, Andy Burnham actually. But because what he, you know, as the scouser coming into Manchester, he's done a fantastic job so far. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and um, and and I, I actually think that the the Conservative government are afraid of Andy Burnham. And afraid of his power and the power of Greater Manchester. The reason, you know, it's not. It's it's it's, it's I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, number one, we we got the sixty percent furlough rather than the eighty percent furlough, right? And I don't think it's a coincidence that Greater Manchester didn't get the first uh, rollout of the. Um, uh, is it the drug, the the Pfizer yeah, the drug, vaccine. Uh, uh, it, the vaccine, the testing? It, it's gone to Liverpool. I think yeah. there's part. I honestly believe there's party politics being played here, that mm-hmm. they they they're, they're fearful of of giving Burnham too much, uh, um, par or too much um, plaudits. So they're they managed. I think there's party politics behind this really. And, and personally, with
3: trap, haven't they though? Because now that they've u turned they've had to give it to eighty percent. It's begging the question. Why was it, why are they doing it now and not then? Yeah, exactly. And it, it looks bad. it, yeah, looks, it does look bad. It looks so bad. The optics of it are very bad,
0: aren't they? Exactly right. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, to be honest, if I was a Northern new Tory uh, MP who, who took a Labour seat in the last election, I would be furious with my, my party because they have allowed this feeling of it being a blue South and a red North yeah. to permeate the cross. And, and, and so I, I would be very, very annoyed if I was a sort of northern-based, one of those northeast-based Tory um, new Tory MPs that took a Labour seat, and, and it feels like you're, you're almost forgotten. So, mm-hmm. uh, But again, it might be a conspiracy theory, but I, I, I think that I personally believe they're afraid of the popularity and the power base that Andy Burnham has rightfully built up over these last uh, year or two in his, in his position in Manchester. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be uh, if he, if he has got that sort of power and that's he's getting that sort of sway. I think it's going to be great for Manchester. Uh, really I, th-
0: I think he already is. You know, I I you know sometimes you just need to you need to bring people together and and unify them and and represent them properly. I think he's doing a fantastic job in that from yeah. a personal point. Yeah. You? Well, look, that's us for another week. I think, guys. Um, we we will be back. Um, we will be back in a week or so with uh, some more life at fifty um, reflections, yeah. thoughts, and and whatever. And we'll be covering Excellent. pizza yeah. toppings.
1: Looking forward to it. What's that? I say we'll be covering pizza toppings and what you can do with horse manure around <laughs> your garden. <laughs> <own. laughs> Hopefully uh, not combined
0: <laughs> Right Okay
2: uh, Always wondered What's on a sloppy Giuseppe
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I thought we were going to get Some sponsorship from uh, Pizza Hut We'll not get it now Right
3: uh, until, thanks, the, guys. Uh,
0: until the next time Thank
3: you everybody I See you all care. soon